Hello and welcome to the Talk of the Terrace podcast. We're on episode number two and I'm joined as always, well as I'm always going to be, by Harvey Hill. How's it going Harvey? I'm good mate, I'm good. It's uh, it's not been a bad few seven days. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been all right. Had a, had a good weekend? Yeah, I've had a good weekend. Finished some night shifts and uh, I'm off for 11 days now. What about yourself? When are you back in? Oh, I've got three days off now, I must admit. I booked Friday off. Um, yeah. I'm in working Saturday, Sunday, but then that's it. I've got another another day or two off then, so not ah, too bad. Solid, solid. Yes, well, it's Tuesday, the 9th of March. We're recording episode two of the Talk of the Terrace podcast. And we just want to say to everyone, thanks, obviously, for checking out the first episode, don't we, have Views were massive. Yeah, feedback was great as well. Um Obviously, you send it to a few of your mates, you know, who like to talk football and you get honest feedback, don't you? That's what we want. So That's uh, it. it was it was good. It was good. So, yeah, check us out on Twitter. We've got Twitter now. It's uh, The Twitter handle is uh, Terrace Talk Pod. So the handle's at Terrace Talk Pod, I think. Uh, go check that out. And obviously, this is going to be on my YouTube channel, Michael Gaming, with us as a video. But we're also going to be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and that hopefully... Uh, Obviously, it's Tuesday. This is coming out Wednesday. So those of you that are listening, the Champions League results are coming. We don't talk Champions League at the moment. But quick thing, Harvey, if you had to uh, pick a winner for this year's Champions League, who are you going to pick? Uh, I'm going City. They look good, don't they? City, I know they just okay. lost to United, but yeah, they're, they're in it, aren't they? They've got to be in it. Yeah, I'll go for my boys, Chelsea. I think we can uh, do it. But if not, Bayern Munich. So... What are we yes, talking about this yeah. week, Harv? What's the uh, main topic of the uh, podcast this week? Oh, main topic. I'm I'm liking this main topic. Um, yeah. Who do you think is the best Prem team ever? The best Prem ever. team of all time. So we're not taking into yeah. consideration Champions League winning teams. So talking about like that Manchester United treble winning team, they were good, but they weren't Premier League good, you know? I mean, they might get an honourable mention. They might get a mention. Yeah. But yeah, we're talking... We're talking teams that were that were incredible. incredible. Yeah, we're talking so. like Premier League worthy, just the best Premier League team of all time. We both picked our own team, obviously, who we think is the uh, greatest Premier League team of all time. And we're going to talk about some stats and see what you guys think. So you yeah. can tell us who they think is the greatest yeah, team we of all time. Hear from so I'll, you. I'll start off with one of the honourable mentions with that Manchester United 2007-2008 team. Obviously, they won the Premier League and the Champions League, beating my team, Chelsea, in the final of the Champions League, where captain leader legend John Terry slipped. So that was a bit annoying. But you look at their record, it was pretty... Yeah, I was was tearful. It was a pretty good season for him, you know. 27 wins, 6 draws, 5 losses, with a goal difference of 80 goals for and 22 goals against, giving them them a 58 plus goal difference which is decent but you know you had that trio up top of Rooney, Ronaldo and Tevez who con- they actually contributed 71.8% of all of Manchester United's goals across all competitions that season which is pretty insane best, you know. Best attacking trio? Uh, in Premier League history? Any? In, in world I football? Think, best attacking nah, trio? I think no, in Premier League history, maybe, but world football, it's got to be Messi, Suarez, Neymar, right? That season, they all had together. Second season, where they got absolutely tons yeah, of goals between them. Uh, they were decent. Yeah, yeah they were good. But yeah, that, that was insane. But you know what? 
it was a solid, solid team. Solid team, that Manchester United team. Who you got as uh, some honourable mentions and have? Um, I have, I've actually got United's treble, treble winning team. Um, as a, as an honourable mention, I, I mean, just, just, I know we said it's, uh, it's the Premier League. Um, they won the league by one point. Um, Arsenal that season only conceded 17 goals, which um, gives them a second all time for at least goals conceded. But uh, what what does confuse me about I mean, that team was obviously very good, very very good. Yeah. So fifth place had minus seven goal difference. Yeah, it wasn't a now, great season, was it? It can't be. It can't. No, it does seem a bit weird. But um, the team was quality. Oh, the 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 team was unreal. Um, I know people talk a lot about Keane as a leader, as whatever, if you want to yeah. see how good he was as a footballer. And I know this is in the Champions League, but he played against Juventus, that second leg. He dragged United to the final just yeah. to see how good a footballer he was. Watch that game. Outstanding. Brilliant. Very very underrated as a oh. footballer, I think, by people of our generation, right? That didn't get to watch him week in, week out, yeah? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I know his leadership was obviously his, one of his main qualities and he was a, he'd run through a brick wall for the team, wouldn't he? But as an actual footballer, I think he was very underrated. Very, very yeah. underrated. But yeah, just yeah. The, the players he played against in that Juventus team as well, where they were sort of top of Italian football, only yeah. being beaten by... Um, some of the other best <laughs> footballers yeah, like, going at well, that AC point. Milan, it's, uh, AC Milan around that time as well were pretty insane, weren't they? Italian yeah, football think, around the early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah, it was, oh, it was incredible, wasn't it? It was, it was very good. Yeah, so that was that's a that's an honourable mention to be honest. They were they were good. They um they ended up actually um knocking out Inter um and Juventus on the way to um. Beating Munich in that league. final, and just yeah. just to also mention in their group. Now we talk about groups of death. Munich came top of that group. United came second. Barca didn't even make it out. Did they not? Bar- Barca wow. came third. That is a, that is a group. That of is death. a group of death. Group of death. And, and you think they won? They did the treble. So I know we're talking about prem teams here, but do you think you coming up against that every other Tuesday, Wednesday night, as well as? Yeah, try to win a league. That's, that's uh, that is like some a, doing, some yeah. Doing. Mental, mentally, got to be tiring, hasn't it? Thinking I'm coming up, I'm coming against some great Prem player teams, yeah. Oof, yeah, but yeah, that was that's my honorable mention. I think they were that was a I very good team. A couple more, very good couple team. more honorable mentions. We've got to mention that Blackburn team that won the league in the 90s and that Leicester team. That uh, yeah, somehow so, yeah. won the league. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah. And of course, to all the Liverpool fans listening, yes, Liverpool won the league last season, 1920, the first time you've ever won the Premier League. Yes. Well done. But I think the yeah. final honourable mentions have got to be that Manchester City team of 17 18, the Centurions, they were called. You know, obviously, when they first won the league, yes. that, uh, that amazing goal at the end where Aguero scored, you know, that moment against QPR, that was an amazing scene on oh, Saturday, God, yeah, soccer Saturday and all that when that they was when mental, you had Jeff and the boys. That was that was insane. But that Man City team in 2017-18 is some stats. You know, they got hundred points, the only team to do so, winning 32 of 38 games, drawing four, losing two. You know, the records they hold is insane. But like they got 106 goals for 
27 against, taking their goal difference to 79, plus 79 goal difference. But like some of the players you had in that team with KDB getting 16 assists, Aguero with 21 goals, you know, I think that was probably one of his best seasons where he was fit throughout most of it. Edison was their yes. new signing that really kicked on, you know, got, got rid of Claudio Bravo out the starting lineup and brought in Edison, like completely changed the way they played football from the back. It's not a bad backup to have, is it? Not bad, but Fernandinho managed to get 34 games and he was incredible. But for me, one of my favourite players is Raheem Sterling. And 18 goals, 11 assists in the Premier League is underrated from a player like him. It's absolutely solid. I think mm. he's a world-class player. And I think he's England's best player, to be honest, him and Harry Kane. So let's, let's hear who you have chosen for your greatest Premier League team of all time. Who are you saying, Half? I'm hoping the shirt gives it away. I know it's not that year, but... I honestly think the Invincibles, if you're setting the standard for winning the league, you don't want to lose a game. I don't think there's you can you can you can score you can have a fair, you can have hundred points. You can do that, but you can you there's there's a way to improve on that on that season for me, and that's to go go unbeaten. Arsenal did that. You could probably say that team underachieved, that Arsenal Invincibles underachieved, they should have won a hell of a lot more trophies in a three-year period around around that time. Uh, I think they were, a couple of years later, pretty unlucky to not win the Champions League. They came up against a decent Barca team. But that invincible side, to to go unbeaten is one hell of a stat. And, and just to prove how hard it is, in the top five leagues, we've seen three teams do a treble in the last 20 years, United, Inter and Barca. No one's gone unbeaten. And I think that just proves how hard it is. Even in any of the top five leagues, PSG, yeah. people say, oh, Farmers League, they they still lose. Barca's team, Pep's Barca team, incredible. Absolutely incredible. Couldn't go and be in the One of the greatest teams league. of all time, right? Well, got to be up there, got to be in the conversation. Still couldn't go unbeaten. Um, You've got to go to leagues like the Scottish Premier League, right? And shout out quickly to Stephen Gerrard, who who has managed to uh, win the uh, Scottish Premier League, taken yeah, the title impressive. off Celtic, who were going for a 10 point. They're going unbeaten at the moment, so they're looking to go unbeaten, yeah. I think, for the second time themselves in the Scottish Premier League. Yes. So, yeah, shout yes. out to Stephen Gerrard. Well done for winning That's the uh, Scottish Premier League with Rangers. Yeah, so we've got 38 games played, obviously. 26 won, 12 draws, uh, and zero losses. Now, uh, the 12 draws, right, when, you, when you're going unbeaten and you, you, you need to find a way of not losing, um, you'd settle for a draw. Most of them came away, away from home as well. So you're going to go to teams that are going to sit back, probably play a little bit more defensive on the counter, knowing that the, the attacking threat, by the way, Reyes. Um, was was just coming just coming good. Dennis Birdcamp. Now I'm, I'm throwing this out there. One of the top three best Dutch players ever. I think he's that good. Unbe yeah. Unbelievable. There's been and some I'm incredible saying, Dutch players, you know, Johan Cruyff. Cruyff and nah, nah. Cruyff and Van Basten are probably the only other two. And You're I not think he's in that. Rude Hallett. Rude Hallett's top quality man. Yeah, he's quality, but Dennis Birdcamp. Was yeah. oh mate, yeah. Some of the goals he scored, he chip a keeper on the line. I can't ever say that I've seen anyone else ever do that. Um, and he did it multiple times. His touch was. I think you could, you could throw a ball 
two lengths of the football pitch at about 300 mile an hour and he'd take it down like it was nothing. His touch was incredible. Any part of his body as well. I mean, you think about the Argentina goal he scored um, in the World Cup. That that ball's come from one edge of the box, pretty much in between the edge of the box and in there, well in their half, to the corner of Argentina's box. He's brought it down. The touch was phenomenal. And it was that good that he could take a second touch before the defender gets near him. And then he slotted it in the outside of the boot. I think that was incredible. You also got Will Tord probably getting on a bit, but still contributing. He he, he only bagged three goals. Bergkamp scored four, but he only made 21 appearances. But he he um he was there link up play between midfield and attack. Omri, obviously, I think we all know he's arguably the greatest striker the Prem's ever seen. Um Probably he's one won of everything. the strikers of all time, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Um, he's won everything there is to win. Um, 37 appearances, 30 goals. Um, that pretty, Some people will be going, oh, he's only scored 30 goals. But I think we're we're in that era now with Ronaldo and Messi score 40, but 50. But if, is that just in the Prem? That was 30 goals in the Prem. Yeah, so not many people have beaten that. I think maybe Harry Kane and uh, Mo Salah. Yeah, possibly. Are the only two yeah. people that have got 30 goals or more. Maybe Alan Shearer yeah. as well in the season. Yeah, but I think uh, memory so me when right. you when you go back when you go back to that point in the Premier League, it wasn't you didn't have wingers that played as forwards. The pressing game wasn't yeah. quite the same. Um yeah. and it wasn't it wasn't the everyone's got a decent touch. It was you've got a six foot five big burly defender that was half decent on the ball. That's it. That's it. Kicking lumps out of you. Um, Thierry Henry was playing against a lot better quality centre-backs than the likes of Harry and Kane and Mo Salah do now. Van Dijk solid, you know, Van Dijk solid, but you come up against Manchester United now. Maguire, Maguire, Lindelof, they they, 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 they ain't work. It's not not scary, is it? That's not scary. They they couldn't lace up the boots of the likes of Vinic and Ferdinand, could they? You know what I mean? No, no. But even even just before that time, when you had Yap Stam and the likes of even Dennis Irwin, I know he played at left back, but he was sort of, he was. He was decent. He could he could yeah. play. Um, yeah, the, back then, thirty goals was was impressive. Yes, um, yes yeah, and you, you had some of the best centre backs coming through as well at that time uh, as yeah. well. You're a bit bit younger. Um, John Terry, quite yes, yeah, very good, quite impressive. Now, bearing in mind, for a for a, a, a wide man. This isn't normally nowadays. This is probably standard, but back then, this this is quite exceptional. Robert Perez, fourteen goals, um, and seven assists. Now, if someone was contributing that to a team in the top six, I think people would be pretty impressed, wouldn't they? Yeah. In this day and age, bearing in mind that most people are playing a right winger, left winger, not a right mid, left mid. Which is yeah. Pires probably pushed slightly forward, but um, I think that's quite an impressive stat. And just to show the depth and quality of this team, Fabregas didn't even play in this Invincibles team. He was there, didn't even play. You've got Vieira. He was very young. Though. He was very young. Yeah, he would have only been 17, 18, I think, but highly rated at the time. Yeah, uh, very well spoken Obviously about. Obviously, coming every... through Barca's academy. So yes, yeah, but you're talking Vieira, 
Gilberto, both won a World Cup. Uh, Robert Perez, uh, World Cup, Euros. Freddie Youngberg was outstanding on the other wing. Probably doesn't get as much credit as he deserves. Um, and then just some old heads in there and a big mention, Ray Parler. Um, Ray, Ray Parler. I mean, he was Romford Ballet. He, he just sort of <laughs> kept staying about, didn't he? I, I think he was yeah. probably quite underrated, really. Probably, probably doesn't get spoken about because uh, you don't stay in a team like that if you're not any good. Yeah. And he was there for a long time. So Wenger must have, must have seen something in him. Edu. And then we go to the back line. And I must admit, Ashley Cole, we've we've discussed this greatest yeah, ever left. First episode. Um, but then some of the names here, you've got Cliche as a backup. Um, he's got he's got seven games in there. He was he had a great career, really, hasn't he? He's won. Yeah, yeah. Went on to won, Man City, obviously, won a couple of times, yeah, I believe. More, but then you've got some, you've got the old head, Martin Keown. Um you got Lauren at right back. I think he was yeah. he was quite underrated. He could get up and down. And then uh, Big Soul and Colo. So it's not Colo. bad. You've got Lame. Like, Colo. Yeah, Colo. Colo, Colo. Colo, Colo. <laughs> yeah, I think that it, it's the, the team itself was was exceptional. And yeah. And for me, people say Pep Guardiola's team when the, when it was 10 yard passes, it was like a mini rondo all over the field at Barca when it, it was that good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that um this team for me found the perfect blend of passing football going forward, what we probably call ticker tacker now. It wasn't quite that, but I think they kept the ball well and went forward with pace. Obviously, every going forward there, they are rapid, technically brilliant. Um, and in, in Carnu was on the bench as well, <laughs> just a big mention there. <laughs> he's, he's had a decent career. Um but yeah, I think that was that was sensational. They scored seventy three goals, um, only allowed twenty six, which is still quite good. Um, there were some really quality strikers around. Not bad. It's not bad. No, it's not. But you think of the the quality of strikers that were around around then as well. That's not bad going. The goal difference was yeah. only forty seven. But mate, if you if you're going to win the league unbeaten, doesn't really matter yeah. if you if you you win one nil, does it? Every game and yeah. draw the odd one. I'd take it, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and they got and they obviously well. got they obviously got a golden uh, Premier League trophy for it as well. Yeah, yeah, the only team to, to have one. Just uh, just one all one little stat here, which I think you might like. Pre-season was an absolute shocker. Um, was it? I yeah, I know. Arsene Wenger said the season before um, this team can go unbeaten, and everyone laughed, and, and probably rightly so. You don't come out and say that. It might get said in in the changing room, saying "boys, we're quality, we can do this." But it doesn't. You don't hear that come out in the media. No. But uh, just to show how uh, they turned it around, they lost to Peterborough one nil in first pre-season game, and then and then went to Barnet and drew nil nil. Um, so it probably wasn't looking that good to be honest. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, turned it around, obviously, um, and and didn't didn't lose a game. Asked. People say City's team and whoever's team, whatever, but you can improve on that and not lose. So in my eyes, the only way you can improve on this is having less draws and more wins. But, mate, I think you're, you're, really, you're really clasping at straws, aren't you? Because yeah. you haven't lost a game and 
was it was it two uh, two at Spurs last game of the season? Was that? Uh, I'm not sure, but either way, I think that, that might have clinched the title. But yeah, that Solid. that was that was yeah, that's, that's the best season, uh, the best team I think I've ever, ever seen in the Premier era. Um, that Fair enough. Can't get much better than not losing in my eyes, but uh, I'm sure you'll uh, you'll you'll have another team in mind. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Well, for those of you watching, listening, uh, you probably thought, why has no one mentioned any Chelsea team? That's because I'm gonna Chelsea 2004-2005. Ranieri has just been acquitted of his job. He's just been sacked. He's just gone. Roman Abramovich is like, we need someone in. So he's looked around. He's seen. Porto have just won the Champions League. That's a bit out of out of their depth winning the Champions League, you know, as a Portuguese team. But there's this yeah. new manager on the new manager on the block, and his name's Jose Mourinho. And he can run, little the, he people can run know, the touchline as well, can't he? <laughs> he loves running down the touchline. Little did people know he would be one of the greatest managers of all time. You know, and that 2004 Chelsea team that I'm gonna talk about was in my eyes, the greatest team in Premier League history. Yes, there's a little bit of bias there. I'm a Chelsea fan, but when you look at their stats, when you look at their stats and you talk about the team that they had, it was incredible, you know. Let's just talk about their record. They got 29 wins, more than Arsenal's Invincible. Eight draws, less than Arsenal's Invincible. They lost one game. One game is what they lost. And it was 1-0. They lost 1-0 away. Who did they lose to? Any guesses? In the Premier League. Was it Man United? It was Manchester City. Before City? they had the money, before they were a team. You know, Man oh, City. Oh, so you're talking like Antoine Sibierski. Like... Are you talking like Sibierski, <laughs> Berkovic, <laughs> they... Richard Dunn, and people we're like that? We're talking about <laughs> Richard Dunn and people like that, yeah. They lost 1 0 <laughs> okay. to Man- that Man City team. If that hadn't happened and Chelsea had drawn or won that game, you wouldn't be talking about Arsenal. You'd be talking about Chelsea 100% because they were a better team than that Arsenal team. That's what I'm saying. But 72 goals for 15 goals against that's a record conceding 15 goals in a whole season is incredible 57 plus 57 goal difference you know 95 points a team didn't come close to them points for several seasons you know what i mean no no it's only just been beaten i think the record's only just been beaten the past four seasons maybe four seasons ago by man city that's insurance team but least goals conceded is absolutely incredible 15 goals Six at home, there nine was, away is... There were some strikers about as well. I know we've mentioned it before, but yeah. we're talking prime, well, we're prime talking top Henry. strikers. We're talking yes. Thierry Henry, someone who oh, apparently is one is of the greatest the, of all time. Yeah, you know what I mean? He is, yeah. And I, I but, agree. Who else was about then? United? Rude van Nistelrooy. Like uh, yeah, Rude van yeah. Nistelrooy and people like that. There was some absolutely incredible players. Was Michael Owen still at... He, he probably left Liverpool at this point, 0-4-0-5. But you're talking some big strikers. We can probably find that out. We should have maybe checked that out. But you know what I mean? To concede 15 goals in 38 games in the league when you've got so many yeah. new signings, a new manager as well. So the whole team has completely changed. That Unlike was one you, hell of a spine, though. One hell of a spine well, of a team. We'll talk about the spine. We're looking at Petr Cech's just been brought in as goalkeeper. So that's one Best goalkeeper transfer. in the Prem, Mike? Best goalkeeper in the Prem, so for saying? Well, he's got... He's got the most. Uh, he's got the most clean sheets in Premier League history. Most uh, golden gloves in Premier League history. I don't see any argument for it, really. William Gallas okay. predominantly played right back. You know, set up with a four-three-three most of the season. So it was like checking goal. William Gallas right back. Someone who had been at Chelsea prior. Ricky Carvalho came 
with Mourinho from FC Porto. Paulo Ferreira came with Jose Mourinho from Porto. So two new players in the back four, three new players in the back line, including Czech, you know. And then obviously you've got John Terry, the captain leader legend at the back, leading Chelsea to their first top flight title in 50 years. It was exactly 50 years. 1955 was the last time we won it. Best, best centre-back part, partnership you've seen at Chelsea? Definitely. Definitely the greatest yeah. centre-back partnership at Chelsea. Premier League, we'll have a discussion about that maybe another time. We'll, we'll build yeah. our greatest all-time Premier League team one day. But in midfield, you've got the likes of Makelele who joined the season before. You know, there's no one like Makelele in that holding role. He's, that role's named after him. If you've got a role yeah. named after you, the Makelele role, then you know you've done something if right. So That's impressive. And then in midfield, you've got Thiago. Thiago Mendes joined as well from Benfica, I think it was, but he joined that season with Mourinho. And then obviously you've got the greatest goal scorer midfielder of all time in uh, Super Frankie Lampard. Absolutely incredible. And then up top, you've got two new signings. You've got Damien Duff is already at the club. You know, we play a 4-3-3, so Damien Duff was predominantly on the left wing, switching with Joey Cole, two solid players. But then two new signings in Didier Drogba down the middle, one of the greatest players to ever put on a Chelsea shirt. The yeah, biggest of big, the biggest of big game players, you know, won the Champions League for Chelsea. Guy's a hero. And on the other side, right winger, you talk about your Pires and your Lundberg, how they were midfielders running down the right and left. This this man probably probably defined cutting inside on his foot to shoot. And that's Iron Robin joined. Chelsea that yes, season, yeah, you know, cutting yeah. in from that right hand side and just he had no right foot, everyone knew it, but yeah. defenders couldn't stop it. You know, he came up against uh, Ashley Cole that's that how season, good he was. probably, yeah, probably gave that's Ashley Cole was. a good run yeah. for his money, you know, cutting inside on his left foot and whipping it in. You know, other players I've already mentioned, Jerry Cole, you've got Wayne Bridge, who was a solid left back, but Paolo yeah. Ferreira came in and kept yeah, him out of the team, Celestine Babiaro as well. <laughs> Idega Johnson was oh, at the so club. Classic old school. I love, hey, loved, f- loved Fabiano. Idega Johnson was, was an absolute decent. legend. Scotty Parker yes, was there. Yeah. But the key men have got to be that spine of Chet, Terry, Lampard, Drogba. You know, them four down the middle. They were mm. at Chelsea for the next 10 years between the, uh, together. Absolutely incredible. They won everything with Chelsea. Everything you I can think... think to win. They won the Premier League, FA Cup, numerous times, Carling Cup or the Carabao Cup, yes, or the EFL yeah, Cup, whatever it's called. Champions League we were even that good after we won the Champions League we didn't want to win it again we dropped out of the group stages won the Europa League <laughs> only team in Champions League history to win it drop to the Europa League and win that back to back we're just the best greatest not sure that's how it's done but some of the other stats you know we're talking about they some of the records they still hold they are they hold the record for the most consecutive wins in a row in the Premier League from the start of the season. So from the first game of the season, they won nine games in a row without being beaten. And that's pretty incredible for a team which has, what, six, seven new players in the side yeah, line yeah. and a brand new starting manager. 11's, starting 11's brand new, isn't it? I just, yeah, by the way, I think, you've under, I think you've undersold Joe Cole. You've only given him really like, like a little mate. Joe Cole was no, quality. You can't Joe just Cole was quality. Joe Cole. Absolutely incredible. Jesus but he didn't Christ. play that many games compared to likes of Damien Duff. You know, Damien Duff and Robin started the majority of games and Damien yeah, Duff was a bit Robin underrated was, himself. Robin was decent. Um, into, I mean, his quality is world class, but uh, it does take something to play against some 
top quality defenders who know exactly what you're going to do but can't stop you. Um, yeah. And I, I think there's only there's probably only a few players that I can think of off the top of my head where I could say Henri had that finish where he moves slightly to the left of the ball. It's a side foot into the far corner. Opening um, up his all, body. All the time. Oh, yeah, all, all the time. It. You yeah. couldn't stop it. Arjun Robin was the same for me. Cutting yeah. in on that left foot. It was just which corner was you going to see the ball hit? Wasn't it? That's it. That, you know, that's you know how what's good coming. That was. It doesn't matter yes. as a defender. You know what's yeah, coming. You can't, you can't stop, stop it. it. Can't yeah. stop it. But yeah. it was a pretty solid season for Chelsea, and that started the longest undefeated home streak in Premier League history that season. Yeah, uh, Liverpool from, got fairly well. They didn't get close, think, but they they got. I, I don't know. How many games so, away? A few. They got a few games away from that, didn't they? I think so. They could have beaten it. I'm not sure. I'll have to double check. But from that first game of the season when Jose Mourinho took charge, Chelsea went 86 games at home without. Losing. Yeah, that's impressive. 2004 yeah. ended in 2008, but just talking about Frank Lampard there, that was probably one of the best seasons he's ever had. He got 13 goals and 16 assists. He was your top goal scorer, wasn't he? Top goal scorer. Yeah, he is top goal scorer of all time. He was our top yeah, goal scorer that, that year as well. Season, Drogba got, yeah, top. Drogba got 10, Ida got 12, so it wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Everyone chipped in in that Chelsea team, you know, it was incredible. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Yeah, and that's why they are my greatest Premier League team of all time. Like I said, nostalgia, bias, whatever it is, definitely added to yeah, it. But I don't I, think people can disagree with... They're definitely worth a mention. Uh, absolutely, yeah. I don't think uh, people but can I think disagree all of with them, some of the teams that we've mentioned, you know. No, uh, can you can you think of one that maybe we haven't talked about, hasn't given a bigger mention, that, that we've missed really. off that list? Think, we're talking think, the Invincibles, we're talking treble winning, we're talking Centurion. Treble winners. The double winners as well of 0708 Man United. Yeah, I think those yeah. are the top five. Anyone, I think those top five are the best Premier League teams yeah, of all time. Yeah, I can't think of many others that are getting. They've probably had. They might have had better squads, but uh, some of the players that we've mentioned there, are some of the best we've ever seen. I think if you shores, take, I think, I think if they? you take the uh, starting eleven from them five teams. And the starting eleven from every Premier League team that's ever won the title, those five will come top five. Those five will be fighting for them top four. I don't think that Liverpool team beats them top five to Champions League football, you know. No, we're talking. I mean, you really like Salah. Uh, oh, Salah's good. Salah is good. Salah you is really criminally underrated by the British public, but he isn't. Sadio Mane, the whole we, team. We, Solid. Firmino. Not, I think Firmino had a good season, a bit overrated to me by a lot of people. I think he's good, but I he's think not, mate. He's, he's, not Henry, he's, he's, over, he's not Drogba. He's not Henry. He's, he's not, not Drogba. He's not Rooney. Is he? Is he even York or Cole? Is he? Is he <laughs> get, he's not even getting in front of them in my eye. They were quite. Well, they exactly. were. He wouldn't get in that Chelsea squad of 0405 because you ain't you ain't dislodging Idega Johnson from the bench. No, that's true. You could like it there, didn't you? So there we go. You've got the Arsenal Invincibles and I've got the team the season after Chelsea. And this is just before we managed to get Cashley Cole. <laughs> managed yes, to get him away yes. with some money. We won that league and he was yeah. like, oh, wait a minute. These lot could do so. Yeah, we bought him at the end of that season. And then, because obviously we won the title back on a, to back. Did he go on a free? Did he go on a free? I don't, I don't know, but he well, came did, for the money. Spend some money. Spend, yeah. Oh, we, yeah, I know. Well, he went for the the wages, wages wise. But... We won the title the next season as well, which was incredible, which is something not many teams do. But 
Those of you that are watching on YouTube and listening on your podcast choice, uh, tweet us, comment. We'll get tell some us abuse here, I think. Yeah, tell us We're who you think is the greatest Premier League team of all time. Next up, though, we are going into the score predictor. And this last week, it was pretty good for me because I managed to clinch it half. I got a total it was of nine close. points. I got a total of nine close. points to your eight. Yeah, Came see, down to the last two games. The the when when it first started, I was thinking, oh, I've I've, I've wiped him in, I've wiped him out, and uh, over yeah. the course of the weekend, you just sort of came back. Um, there was a few there was a few questionable choices from me, and I don't know why, but I honestly thought West Brom were going to score. Um, yeah. We, <laughs> well, like I said I in that last some... podcast, I said in that last podcast that. Yeah, that West nil, Brom nil, Newcastle nil. game is going to be nil nil. It's going to be the most boring game of the weekend, and it was. I just couldn't see big anyone scoring. Big Sam let me down. So yeah. currently nine eight to me. The big one that yeah. was something that we disagreed on. I put Chelsea to win two one. You put Everton to win two one. Ended two nil. You know, last night incredible result for Chelsea. Thomas Tuchel's team yeah. fly high. Twelve games In- he's been manager impressive. of. Beaten. Conceded two goals, I think, which is insane. But sign in, sign in the next season. week. Sign, sign in, in the, the season. season. Your manager. What? One of. Your manager. One of. Guy, that's one pretty of, impressive. Yeah, but let's let's talk about this upcoming game week. So we're starting tomorrow. We've got a game tomorrow or today when this gets uploaded. We're recording this on Tuesday, but when this gets uploaded, it will be Wednesday. We've got Man City at home to Southampton. Now I've gone four 0 half. What what you said four 0 Man City that is. Don't think I'll be um, quite nine 0 even though Pep Guardiola in an interview yesterday, I don't know if you heard it, uh, they spoke about the Man U team beating them 9-0 in Leicester and Pep Guardiola laughed it off and said, well, we'll beat them 18-0. Uh, so I don't I know mean, if you've seen that, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have seen that, to be honest. But do you know what? I, wouldn't not, I would not be surprised. I, they I just really lost to Man U, so they're going to be annoyed. It's, it's either, it's either going to be a bad runner form for... Probably two games for them, and it bad run of form. Two games, but it, it, it's it's either going to be made worse or Southampton are in for a hiding, big yeah. time. Um, so what it you could going be, with? Uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, I've got well, I've gone with I've gone with City three um, 0 Three 0 Yeah, honestly, it could be six. I seven. agree. It, it could be really could be. Um, yeah. Yeah, I had I've gone three. No, you say you went four. Four nil to uh, Man City. Four nil home victory for Manchester City. Yeah, Raheem yeah. Sterling no, hat trick. You heard it here first. Okay, okay. He is that good. He is that good. Okay. Next, next game. What have you got? Newcastle at home to Villa. I've got a two-one away win to Aston Villa. Hopefully, Jack Grealish is back. I'm not sure, but I'm going two-one away win. What are you saying? Um. I don't know whether he is back, and and that's the reason why I've said one one. One one. Um, I I think Newcastle need a couple of wins. They need to be fighting and scrapping, don't they? At this this yeah. stage, just to just to make there. it, yeah, make it an easy end of the season. Won't they? They'll Ful- be on the beach Fulham, with five games. Fulham beating go. Liverpool one 0 has absolutely oh, yeah. thrown more more smoke into the fire, whatever the saying is, I don't know, but thrown more. It's, yeah, it's you know, bad, isn't it? It's bad. Yeah. They've thrown more stuff it's, into yeah. that relegation battle. But next yeah. up, we've got my team, Chelsea. I'm going straight for it. Leeds at home to Chelsea. 
I'm going for a full one away win to Chelsea. I think Leeds attack a lot, but I think our defence are that good. Well, Timo's just going to counter-attack and he's going to get goals. Timo's going to at least get two. So 4-1 Chelsea. Hey, I, I, when you said, I, I was thinking, I wonder if he's gone like 4-4 or 4-3 or 3-4. <laughs> because yeah. oh, we said, said it before, didn't we? Leeds either concede a hell of a lot or or score. Um, and, I, and this is my reason for this. I've gone... Uh, 3-2 Chelsea Ooh, um, I know I know, they, I know they haven't conceded but um, we probably didn't think that Leeds were going to be that attack, attack dominated do they at the start of the season they've just bagged loads no. of goals um, or conceded loads um, but yeah that's that's what I've gone with um, Palace West Brom um, I mean I don't I don't want to say that Big Sam will pull this out of the bag after last week but um I've I've gone with two one Palace this week. I, I yeah. think if you if you're not well, beating Newcastle, are you beating Palace? That's how I'm yeah. looking at well, it. Well, Wolf's back in the team now, so I've gone for an easy two 0 win to Crystal Palace. I think I'll be comfortable two nil win. Next up, we've got Everton and Burnley. Everton just coming off a two 0 loss to Chelsea. You know what what you're saying? Burnley struggling a did bit. Did you at see the, the goal? Did Did you see it? Which goal? Did. But, uh, Burnley's goal. Did you see it? I did not. Oh god! It, it for anyone who hasn't watched it, I'll go and watch it. Granite Shaka, what are you doing? Um, he's, I've heard about it. I'll watch it after this. I've, it's it's. I wouldn't have even said it's Sunday League. It's something you see at like under <laughs> eights football. And really? I mean, I've been on a sideline for that, and I can tell you now, I've probably seen better. Better football at under eight <laughs> football. I don't know what he's doing. He's taken a touch. He's he's even looked where he where he needs to play the ball, and there's three players open. And instead of because it's his right foot, he's taken a touch rather than just whipped it round like yeah. across his body. He's played a one-two. He should have just gone bang, and it should have gone straight across. He's taken a touch, and Chris Wood. I mean, he's not exactly small. Oh, so I trying to seen play it. the ball, yeah, trying to play the ball I've around Chris it. Wood. It, it, yeah, it's just hit him, and it's gone in. And yeah, I've seen honestly, that. Yeah, terrible. I don't know what I don't know what's happened there, <laughs> but I still think Everton. They're dangerous. They've got good attacking players. Three-one. I've gone for three-one Everton. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next up, we got our second Manchester City game. It's uh, oh, an you, away visit. Did you give us the Everton score? Sorry. Did yeah, you... yeah, I said 2 0 Everton. Said 2 0 yeah. Everton. I think easy 2 0 win to Everton against Burnley. But uh, Fulham at home to Manchester City. I have gone for the same score as I did against Stop Southampton. I think it's going to be back to back 4 0 for Man City. I think they'll beat Southampton 4 0, go away to Fulham, beat them 4 0. I mean, Fulham have looked yeah. good defensively, but I just think Man City are going to be on a uh, rampage now. And yeah. Southampton and Fulham are unlucky that they're the next teams that are coming up again. <laughs> yeah, poor, poor old them. Um, again, I, I went for my same score, 3 yeah. 0. Um, I mean, I'd be interested to see if, if any of us are right with our first score against Southampton, if it's 3 or 4 0, and they do the same again at the yeah. weekend. How how yeah. many teams have gone consecutive 3 or 4 0 wins in a row, and who, the, who are they playing next? Because, I mean, that would probably be a record you might want to have, wouldn't it? Yeah. Three, four, yeah. five, six games with four nils in a row. That'd be, that would be very impressive to, to see. Would be. Um, Southampton-Brighton. Well, coming off the back of that four nil 
loss that I predicted for Southampton <laughs> against Man City. Uh, coming up against the Brighton team that are on expected goals and expected points, I think they should be sixth or seventh in the league because they've been insane. They just can't finish. But I've got them to win this game. I've gone for a 2-1 away win. Two Graham Potter's men, Brighton, coming away with the victory against Southampton, who are just looking lacklustre at the moment. And I can't see it changing for a much. What about what about your prediction, Harv? Uh, I've gone 1-0 Brighton. Um, 1-0 away. I've gone 1-0. They, they looked really good against a, a half-depleted Leicester team in the first half of the weekend. Um, that's that's they how did, they look they every game, look don't they? Yeah, the front... By the way, Adam Lallana coming in, and him and uh, Neil Morpé looked really good. And Lallana's finish was was really cool. Um, sent the keeper the wrong way, um, which is pretty hard to do nowadays. It was very impressive. The link-up play looked really good. Looked a handful. Um, Leicester Sheffield United. Now, I, I feel sorry for Chris Wilder. I think he's done quite a good job, really. Second season it's- syndrome, though. Second season, yes, syndrome. yeah, second, yeah, that is true. But I mean, to, to take the team when he took over, they were in League One, weren't they? They were, yeah. they Incredible were what, bang, they were bang average, um, even in League One, they they didn't look great, but yeah, more misery for him. I've, I've gone 2 0 Leicester I, again. I can't see him scoring. Um, Chelsea Loney at the weekend giving away what looked like a ridiculous penalty. Um, don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I that you would. Yeah, it, it, he chopped him down, didn't he? It was pretty bad. Yeah, but it was, yeah. yeah more misery. Great. More misery for him. I've um, gone the same. Yeah. I've got 2 0 home win to Leicester as well. I think they're not scoring as much as they have been doing. And I think Madison's still out so creatively. They're not incredible, but they're, they're getting some injuries at the moment. But yeah, I've gone for a 2 0 home win as well. Yeah, solid player. And then next up, we've got probably the game of the week, to be fair. We've got that North London so. derby. We've got Arsenal at home to Tottenham. This could be big. And I've gone, I hate them. I hate them, but I've gone for a 2-1 Tottenham win. 2-1 away Tottenham win. I presume you your goal scorers there have got to be Kane and Son, right? Maybe well, Bale, Bale's coming Bale. in. Bale. That yeah, front four Bale. at the moment, Bale, Kane, Son and Lucas Moura are just looking... Beautiful. If Mourinho it's, can stop, bad, get that it? into his mind, if he can start thinking more attacking and think, wait a minute, my defence ain't great. You know, you look at that defence and they are pretty trash. Yeah. Keep the ball at the other end. Yeah, if you just give the ball to that front four, they're going to score your goals. But if you're going to defend yeah, and sit, sit back and park back, your bus, you? you're not going to... Sit six so. at the back, play it to Kane and play off potentially. But That's it. Yeah. yeah. See, I've got a 2-1 away win. dangerous. I've gone 2-2 two, because two, I don't want to pick it. I don't... You can't pick Spurs, a Spurs going forward are quality, aren't they? Yeah. Arsenal Arsenal are so dangerous at just giving away some of the worst goals you've ever seen well, in the last the like, five the years. Well, when you've got the likes of Shaka and David Luiz in the team. That, by the way, that Shaka goal at the weekend, <laughs> big stat for you here. In the last, I think it's three or four seasons... He has give he has made the most errors leading to goals in the past four eight eight doesn't surprise me doesn't surprise what's he me. doing no what is he doing but yeah I've gone to too I they've Arsenal will probably be well in command and will give away one of the sloppiest goals you will ever see and yeah. it'll just put them back and they'll be they'll just be at square one again after making improvements or whatever and, and it, that's it they'll just let themselves down. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to hear Arsenal's fans' thoughts on what it's like to Arsenal go from up, being up there. Yeah, I would, well, anyone, any Arsenal fan, I'd like to hear what they think about their club at the moment. Yes. Yeah. From yeah. going from and from going from a very big club, they're still fairly big, obviously, but oh yeah, they're but underperforming, they aren't they? Don't know if they're if they're lucky now. That's what that's they're what I mean. The, they're part gone. of the they're part of the traditional top six, but if we're talking about top six nowadays, I think Leicester sneak into that. I don't top think they six get anywhere top. near the top six today. Nah. It's close, but it, this next game though, this close. next game is going to be a big one because you've got probably, <sighs> in my opinion, the most improved team since last season, West Ham. But you've got to remember they're without Jesse Lingard. No Lingardinho because he's on loan from Manchester United. I've yeah. gone, though, for a 2-2 draw. 2-2? I think it's going to be 2-2. Oh yeah. Um, I've gone 2-1 United. I don't... Obviously, West Ham are good. Oh, yeah. But, again, that Declan Rice and Sushek are a quality. Really good. Suchek, Suchek's one of my signings of the season. Been incredible. Him and Kufa, yeah, the right-back, have been I insane. think... Yeah, that, that that midfield too, by the way, gotta be up there for the best partnership in the Premier or one of one of at the got, moment. Got I think. to be, got to be. Got to be. They are quality. But yeah, I think yeah. going forward again, we spoke about it last last week. Man United going forward. That they'll probably will they'll probably do a Mourinho and sit back and just like, oh yeah, West Ham, you might you might you can have the ball, but when we get it, we're going forward, we'll be in your half in a couple of seconds. And we'll yeah. be having a shot within five. It's ridiculous going forward, isn't it? And I think yeah. that'll be that'll be that again. Um, Declan Declan Rice came out and said he's never felt better playing football. You know, I mean, it's a bit of a yeah, slap to Mark Noble, but when he says he can now open up his play and show what he's really about because he's got the likes of Suchek next to him, it really shows that he was maybe a bit held back the past couple of seasons where people are like, yeah, he's good, but is he good? And you I think do this that season, for a club legend say, like Noble. He's good. You you would do that for a club legend like Noble, surely. Yeah, surely. But, for, yeah, Declan Rice is quality. Ch- Chelsea yeah. boy as well. He needs to come back to the Blues. He needs to come back to us. Youth product. I f- and I the think final he might game. Go to a bigger team. Is there any bigger? <laughs> uh, final game of the game week though. Monday night football. Wolves at home to Liverpool. What are you saying, Hub? Well, I mean, they made me look like an idiot last week, didn't they? I and mean, let's be honest. It, it can't get any worse. The, the thing is, they've they've lost six home games in a row, so yeah. maybe being away from home will that actually do Liverpool a favour this time. Yeah, probably going to end up winning like five one. Um, I have gone, I have gone three one to to let, hey, let, uh, Liverpool. I've gone three one myself, so that's a uh, oh. that's the exact same. Just to prove that I ain't three one Wolves Liverpool. There's me. And I'm you just breaking right, it down. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll just writing your score down as well. Yeah, and I, I think they need is, to this win. Is, this is going to come down. This next week's points are going to come down to whoever gets the right goals. I think. I think so. By the by, the looks of this, and maybe the odd draw. Um, but yeah, that's that's looking pretty good. And I think we've got to move on to. I mean, it's personally one of my favourite favourite segments. Is uh, who would you rather? Um, Okay. Would you like to go first or do you want me to go first? I can't remember who went first last time, but I, I don't mind going first this time. I've got two, you two go different wild. who would you rather. I've got one this week and one next week, and I don't know which one to choose between. So what I'm going to do to you, I'm going to read, I'm going to choose this one, and I'm going to read out 
both of these players honours because they're so, so... It's close. Exact. It's, they're basically the same player. So each of these boys have won a singular Ballon d'Or, which means Ooh. they're world-class players. Yeah. Both of them have won a singular World Cup. Different nations as it, well, different players. Is, is one of your players Kaka? Wait there. So they've both won a Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Both won the World Cup. They've both yeah. won a singular Champions League as a player. As a player. One of them oh, may have won it as a manager. So oh. three times in a row. If oh, you get me. Okay. Yeah. So okay. one Ballon d'Or each, one World <sighs> Cup each, one Champions League each. One of them's won the Euros for their national team, and the other one's won the Copper America for their national team. So the equivalent again. One of them, however, has won two Spanish league titles, while the other's only won one. But the one that won one Spanish league title has won two Italian league titles, while the other's only won one. So they've both got three league titles in a top five division, both got one World Cup, one Ballon d'Or, one Champions League, and one Euros or Copper America, depending on their constituency. Can I, can I take a guess? Because I, I was listening to okay. that, I was pretty convinced that you might have had Kaka in there. But is that one of them? No. Okay, I have written down Zidane. Obviously, Zidane is one. Zinedine Zidane. And then I, I actually wrote down when you, when you, when you said something. I can't remember what you said, but it was like, oh, it's not Kaka. It's not Ronaldinho, is it? It's Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho and Zidane. Okay. Oh, mate, that is <sighs> two two of the greatest. Yeah, of all time, you know. Oh, I'm gonna get slated for this, but I'm picking Ronaldinho. Oh, and yeah. I, I know I've made that I've made that choice very quick. Ronaldinho yeah. is one of the only footballers that made me fall in love with football. That's what and I think. That's what Z, I think. That's what Ronaldinho has over Zidane in a lot of people's Z, eyes is the way he played. Yeah, Zidane was quite, Zidane, Zidane was quality. Like he's just bang average. He was so immense. Zidane he was so <laughs> it, it, immense. It feels dirty not choosing <laughs> yes. Zidane, but I, I oh. guess it would it would feel dirty not choosing Dino. But yeah, you said I mean, Yeah, I I grew up in the time when when I I remembered football and I'd watch it week in week out, and I was devastated when Thierry Henry didn't win the Ballon d'Or. Because um, I loved him. He was my favourite player. I loved him. And it was Ronaldinho who pipped him to it. Yeah. And he came, and and in my eyes, Henri got robbed because that season he was absolutely unplayable. But Ronaldinho was if if you if you'd have put Messi in Zidane's place, I would pick Ronaldinho. That's how really? highly I, I love him. Wow. I lo yeah. Wow. I think he's that. Messi's obviously one of the greatest ever on par with Ronaldo. And again, one of or the? <laughs> no, no, that's a different discussion. I'm not going into that. <laughs> but if you'd have given me Messi next to Ronaldinho, I still would have picked Ronaldinho. Wow, incredible. I think he's just like, I could watch him. If someone gave me 24 hour highlights of Ronaldinho, and we're not just talking Barca, we're talking PSG, yep. AC Milan. Oh, wow! All these teams. Uh, yeah, but everything, everything he did, just looked so smooth and silky, and I love the way he made people look so silly. We're talking world class, 
top players, and in my eyes, when he played, that was the best era of football. Yeah, ever. There were some incredible players. Those were two yeah, of them. The top players, were. the top players around at that point, they've got there's got to be the most amount of top players ever in a period. We're talking yeah. like Pirlo, Grenard, Gattuso played in centre mid for AC Milan. Yeah, and I, there's one game I remember. Luis Vigo. Yes, Vigo's. I mean, just at the back end of the Galacticos, really. But yeah, in my Vibex. eyes, um. There's one game, there's a few games that stand out. He was that good. But one I remember in the Champions League, they went to Milan. They were in their yellow kit and the ball's been played to him. He flicks it over Andre, Andre Pirlo, average. <laughs> and then he winds up Gattuso, who would break your legs oh, just yeah. for fun. And then flicks it off, plays a one-two, flicks it past one of them again and then just lays the ball off like he's just done absolutely nothing yeah. playing on a Saturday in the middle of the street with his mates. And those two that I mentioned, they won the World Cup with Italy, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, they did. They weren't bad. And in he's 2006. Made them... Wow. And he's made them Mugged look them ridiculous. I mean, the, only man, the only man to get a standing ovation from Real Madrid in their ground. Now, they hate each other. Everyone knows that they hate each other. If that does yeah. not tell you how good he is, and he tore the... I mean, in my opinion, he's one of the greatest ever centre-backs. He tore him a new one, Ramos. Yeah, Couldn't get near him. Casillas, one of the best goalkeepers in Italy, Italy in Spain's history, probably yeah. one of the greatest goalkeepers ever. And we're talking that team was at the back end of the Galacticos, I think. And yeah, and they could not touch him. They're, they're flying in incredible. to try and break his legs. Oh, absolutely amazing. Um, some of the goals are scored as well. Zidane's volley in the Champions League final was outstanding. It the, the nuts on the guy to uh, Paneka a penalty off the bar and then oh, headbutt the guy in the same game was mental. obviously that um, headbutt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he was on the even... pitch, if he was on the pitch for that penalty shootout against Italy, do you reckon they would have won the World Cup? He makes a difference. Whether it would he have does, been that big a difference, I don't know. Would it? I don't. I don't know if it would have even got to penalties. Maybe if he was on the pitch. Um, yeah. And and again, he was playing against the team that Ronaldinho made to look so so average. Exactly. Two, but, two of um, the greatest uh, yeah, attacking Ronald, players of all time. I like I like Ronaldinho's style of play as well. Um, people say Messi's the greatest. This they see him as the greatest dribbler. Um, but for me, and I would say that the Ronaldo R nine is very close behind Ronaldo. Oh, phenomenon! Yeah, yeah. And then, and then for me, it's Ronaldo back in the Prem days. That is the top three of entertainment in terms of dribbling in my eyes. There was tricks. They made well, people it, look silly. If it wasn't for the likes of JJ Acocha, we may not have seen Ronaldinho because Ronaldinho talked super highly of his time he spent yes, at PSG with JJ Acocha. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, JJ Acocha Fun fact, though, I managed to uh, catch a glimpse of Ronaldinho live alongside Messi when he was very young. There was Messi, Ronaldinho, Deco, Idegger Johnson, Thierry Henry. I saw all of these boys live in that prime oh, Barcelona team. I went to the new Camp to watch a Chelsea match, and it was incredible. I mean, team. I, as yeah. much as I love to watch Lampard score from, like, the corner, corner flag, basically, and Drogba get an equaliser in the last minute to draw two with... 
Barcelona away, watching, not knowing how good Messi would be and become probably the greatest yes. player of all time, in my opinion. I absolutely love Messi, but watching Ronaldinho and them like then, it was incredible. But I, yeah. I, I myself, if I had to pick between the two players I've given, my dad's favourite player of all time is Zinedine Zidane. And I would probably struggle between the both of them. But I think I've got an affiliation to Zidane because I just loved watching him play as well. And yeah, he, I mean, he was, both, he was quality. I think there's, not yeah. a wrong, there's not a wrong answer. They're both world-class. No, yeah, uh, yeah. Ronaldinho, I mean, Zidane. Ronald, yeah, Ronaldinho's as well, if you get chance, Ronaldinho's goals, tricks and flicks all over I think YouTube. if, you're, if his, you're looking at a player that's Barca just... Goal, yeah. Got, yeah, his first Barca goal, by the way. Uh, he, I don't think he'd scored for a few games. And there's a fan footage video and the ball gets thrown out to him. He's on the left. He takes a touch with the outside of his boot. He dribbles 30, 40 yards, skins a couple of players, step overs. He's, he's fainted left, looked left, and he's gone right. Made, made players look really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And from about 30, 35 yards out, he smacked it into the top corner. And it's kind of like, uh, yeah, he's going to be good. I yeah. think one of yeah, the most definitely. aesthetically, one of the most aesthetically pleasing players you'll ever watch playing football. I mean, that goal yes. that he scored against Chelsea in yeah. Petr where he's on the edge of the box and he's standing there. He's got like three defenders in front yeah. of him and he just stands yeah. there. And he just the clips the ball. Yeah, the topo clip. Czech didn't even move and Czech, like we've said, Messi, Messi never scored against Petr Cech in 10 attempts against Chelsea, but he did when he went to Arsenal, but Arsenal compared to that's Chelsea in them days that's, that's harsh, are a bit that different. Is, yeah. But you're choosing Ronaldinho and let's hear yeah, what you've got just... for me, Half. Right, now, this is, a, this is a... The careers are totally opposite, is, yeah. is what I'm going to say here. Um, one guy burst onto the scene of world football in in 98 um you might remember as he took a few players on went past the argentinian squad like they weren't even there and buried one into the top corner oh, um, oh yeah 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 it was uh i think it, i know who you're on about it, it was very good the second youngest ever player to win a ballon d'or yeah i know, I know who you're on about only ronaldo the I knew, ronaldo yeah el phenomenon yeah um he's he's won two golden boots he's won in the same season, he won the player of the season. He also won the PFA young player of the season. Yep. That was in 97, 98. He's won the best young player award at the World Cup in 98. And, and rightly so, because that goal sticks in my mind. Like nothing else, it was it was sensational. Um, he's won an FA Cup. He's won two League Cups. He's won a Charity Shield and a UEFA Super Cup at his home. FA Cup's club. not bad. At his hometown club, he got who, lucky who, with who fierce won one rivals. Premier League, right? Mm, yeah, he got he got lucky with it, with their fierce rivals. He's won a Premier League. Yeah, he's won a League Cup and a Charity Shield. He's also part of the hundred goal club in the Prem, which is pretty impressive when he was doing it yeah. at the age he was doing it at. So that yeah. that one, I presume you can guess who that is. That's Michael Owen. We all know that's yes. Michael Owen, right? Yeah. Some some viewers or listeners that are probably not or probably a bit younger than us, Mike. Yeah, really probably didn't appreciate or don't appreciate. No. I think how people good that Mike saw him in his end career before. If you told people that saw him at his after Manchester Madrid. United and Newcastle days, after that Madrid, that, that, yeah. that 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 man mm. single handedly made us believe we could win a World Cup as well because like he was yeah, incredible and, and 
it was obviously, sensational. Obviously, what was it? Yeah, he joined Real Madrid, like you said, but at Liverpool, well, that, it was just that's not incredible a, to watch. I mean, I mean, you've just gone, yeah, he joined Real Madrid, but you think of the amount of players that have played that don't. Oh get no, a that's all to. I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a big. That, but to go from Liverpool and now go, we'll back him here. He'll come and be part of the Galacticos. That's got to make you feel good, hasn't it? Um, but the this next, next player, player's got to be good for me to choose someone other than Michael Owen. Well, you see, you're saying that. I think this they're, they're pretty similar. Like to play, they both got speed. Like to play on the on the shoulder of the defender. Both part of the hundred goal club. This guy is also a Premier League winner. Only one. He was the first player to score twenty plus goals in a season since Gary Lineker did it for this team in 84-85. That, that gives it away, just the Gary Lineker it thing. I was, struggling it, to think, it, it I was struggling to do. think who it was then. It should do. Um, he's also got the record for the most consecutive games scored with a goal in Prem, with yeah. 11. He's won a Premier League. He's won the Championship. Michael Owen never got that, just saying. Um, <laughs> he won Player of the Season. He won the Golden Boot. He also... Now, I was quite impressed with this because... You wouldn't associate this guy is associated with partying, bread ball, and a cheeky vodka, isn't he? Um, he also beca- he also came in in the voting for the Ballon d'Or in 2016. He came eighth. Yeah. Wow, eighth. that's incredible. So people are saying he's the eighth best player in the world <laughs> in, in 2016. I'm guessing before, before before you gave away that it was clearly Jamie Vardy. I had I had Fernando Torres in my mind talking about that pace and getting in behind, you know what I mean? And then but then when you mentioned Premier League title, yeah. I was like, don't think Fernando. He he won it with Chelsea, but like, yeah, I was I was struggling. But then as soon yeah, Fernando Torres I, was the I, only player I had in my mind before you were uh, mentioned the uh, legend that is Gary Lineker mm. stat. Yeah, but like you yeah. say, completely different careers. One was amazing at the start, and yeah, opposite end, Jamie opposite Barney. end. It's the opposite career. But I'm, but I mean, we're we're talking. Obviously, the prime of Owen's career. We didn't know it at the time, but it was obviously his first few years. And the prime of Vardy's has obviously been his last, his last few years. years. Yeah. Um, bearing I mean, that in mind, who the would you answer, The easy answer for this question is: I take Michael Owen until he's 26, and then I swap to Jamie Vardy. That, that, that's <laughs> yeah, that you, sounds perfect. You take, you take it? Jamie Vardy, Michael Owen until he's 25, 26, and then you just just as he's meant to be hitting his peak at 26 to 28, you dump him off because you know he's got in these injuries and he's going to be a bit, going to be a bit trash. And you're getting this guy from who's like in whatever Fleetwood. league. He's, he's, he's Fleetwood, Fleetwood to Leicester. Where he was, was, playing his, was, was he playing in the Vanarama League or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Stockbridge, Stockbridge, Stockley, Stockley Bridge. I can't wait. It was yeah, like that. But to... he was he was working oh, in a factory God. at the same time, wasn't he? And like you say, championship. Yes, yeah. I didn't swear, chatting ship, getting banged. Yes. You know, drinking yes. those WKD. I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere yeah. recently that he still smokes before a game, you know, and still he smokes two his breakfast. Bowl. Red Bull, his breakfast is two Red Bulls and uh, is it a Mackey's or a, it's, it's something, something that, that a footballer it works. shouldn't be doing. It works. But, mate, if you're going to bag 20 goals a season, win the golden, win the golden boot. With a team like Leicester as well, who... Yeah, start the top four club. Well, I mean, the, the they might well be this year. They might be, but yeah, the traditional top four, top six. Considering they won the league, 
the season after they should have been relegated, really. You know, it yeah, was a miracle was, that, that they didn't phenomenal. get relegated. But that's that's an extremely hard question because you look at it and obviously I, I think I'm going to have to choose Owen because I loved Owen. As a, like you with Ronaldinho, I'm not looking at it football-wise as much and stats-wise. I'm looking at it who I preferred as a footballer. And he I think Vardy's, a crim- yeah. Vardy's criminally underrated. You know, I think he... Yeah, yeah. I'm actually gutted yeah. that he's retired from international football. I'd love Vardy to play for the England national team. I think we could win the Euros without him. But I think with him, he gives us something completely different to what Kane or Calvert-Lewin or any of the strikers we that are currently coming We haven't now. got we haven't a player got like that, have we? No, no. we haven't. I mean, Rash, Rashford's yeah. probably the closest, is he? And I wouldn't have said yeah. he's at that he's level as even, a striker. He's not, he's, yeah, he's more of a left-right winger and he prefers playing on yeah. wing. He's definitely bound. But that Michael Owen era... For England, I loved that. I remember watching the uh, Owen and Euros. Heskey. Yeah, Owen and Heskey battering Germans five-one. But like, yeah. I've got that red England shirt. It's probably in the other room. I'll have to wear it sometime. I've got the red England shirt where we had the England flag on the shoulder. Yes, you know, it's on like the shoulder in gold. Got Owen. Got Owen ten on the back of that. So he's one of my favourite England players. In, yeah, that's solid. understandable. Understandable. Well, I mean, quick, I th- I just to you can't just for people that didn't quite get it to Vardy. No, no, but uh, again, second youngest player to win a Ballon d'Or at the age yeah. of twenty-two, only being beaten uh, by by the, the, oh, one no, of Ronaldo. the the greatest. Yeah, I think that. I mean, that like you said, you would take Owen when he was sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, till he was about twenty-five, and yeah. and swap. Um, but yeah, I think I think Owen for me as well. I, I grew up watching watching Owen. That goal at the '98 World Cup was sensational, and uh, the players that he went past as well. By the way, they they oh yeah, some of them were quality. Um, they were, but yeah, I, that 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 would probably be my pick if I had to pick one. Owen, but yeah, Vardy was Vardy is so good. Some of the records that he does have. That, that consecutive goals with the game, uh, he beat Rude Van Nistelrooy. Yeah, that. he beat Rude Van. He actually and, he actually beat Rude Van Nistelrooy by scoring against Manchester United. Yes, yeah, That's yeah, he did about that. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, just to, that that record as well, and and to win Player of the Season, Golden Boot as well, for someone who he might as well have started his career at twenty six, had he? Because yeah, anything similar to the likes of pointless. Ian Wright. You know, Ian Wright came into the game quite mm. late, and look at how good he done. You know, yeah, so, well, yeah, he was, he was somewhere else. He was, late, Ian Wright, he was pretty. But I think those good. were two good choices from both of us. Dino or Zidane? Yes. Comment down below, guys. Drop us a message on Twitter again. Same with the Premier League yeah. team. Who would you pick out, Ronaldinho and Zidane, or Vardy and Michael Owen? But we're going yeah. into the final part of the podcast now, where we're talking facts, fun facts from the past, or what. Let, let's hear yours first this week, Half, because you gave us yeah, a solid I, one last week. I, do you know what? I, I, I kind of half forgot about my one last week, and I've gone yeah. along the hat-trick lines again. Um, <laughs> but now, going back to probably Owen's era, I think he played at the 98 World Cup if Paraguay got there. I think they did. But the goalkeeper, Jose Gillivert, which mm. many of the older listeners and viewers will definitely have heard of, probably the greatest set-piece take her in a goalkeeper position that we've ever seen. He uh, he bagged a hat-trick in a 6-1 win um, against Velez in, uh, in, in, their, in their league. Um, 
and I'm I'm pretty sure he was he's one of the only keepers to to ever bag a hat trick, which when, is when pretty it? impressive. Um, it, I, th- oh, I can't remember what the year was. I had that written down somewhere else. We'll, we'll have to it. do some yeah, research because yeah. I'm pretty sure there is a guy in the Brazilian there's, league there's that two. is a goalkeeper. That's there's two there's two goalkeepers there's two goalkeepers that have ever only ever scored a hat trick, and he is one. That's incredible. But yeah, three three penos. I know the penos, but still three. three hey, Stephen Gerrard couldn't manage it. Stephen Gerrard got two out of three penalties, one Premier League season uh, in a game. Yeah, I remember watching him. He scored yeah. two, and for the hat trick penalty, he missed it or he got saved. So that was quite funny. I can't remember yeah. who that was against. That's a good another hat trick. Uh, yeah, I'll change it next hard. week. Honest. Yeah, yeah. I've I've got absolutely bare facts written down, and I'm struggling to pick which one. But I'm going to go for one that is pretty pretty interesting when you consider it because it could shape the future of football so okay two of the greatest players of all time the two best players in the world right now Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi yep the fact that I've got for you is Cristiano Ronaldo is in fact exactly 869 days older than Lionel Messi and the fact the fact uh, the fun fact that makes this interesting is both of their firstborns, Cristiano Ronaldo Jr. and Thiago Messi, are also separated by the exact same number of days, which is 869. Ooh. So does that mean we're going to see Cristiano Jr. versus Thiago Messi in 10 years' time? Because they're both 10 and 8 at the moment. But are we going to see? Uh, there's some footage of Ronaldo's boy, isn't there? Oh, yeah. He, he, I think he's, Juventus. He looks quality. Yeah, he, looks, <laughs> he, look, he looks solid. He does look and, good, doesn't he? Thiago Messi himself could be, he's only 869 days behind, obviously, but will we see them yeah. too? After this Haaland and Bappe era that's currently happening, after that, are we going to see Ronaldo yeah, yeah. and Messi return with their sons? And just, just to add on to that fact, one more thing. Obviously, both of them have several kids, but they also both have a child named Matteo. Like Kovacic, oh. whether they're named after Matteo Kovacic, I doubt it. But Gotta be, gotta be. Gotta be. <laughs> But if you're thinking that you've got Cristiano Jr. and Thiago Messi, could you imagine Matteo Ronaldo and Matteo Messi battling out for the Ballon d'Or as well? I mean, all four of them kids could be playing at the same time. That could be incredible. I mean, you'd like to see one Ronaldo, one Messi on a team versus the other Ronaldo and Messi. I think that'd be quite interesting. You know what? If you had Cristiano Jr. and... uh, Thiago Messi playing against Matteo Messi and Matteo Ronaldo. One for Bar- two for Barcelona, two for Real Madrid. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be insane. Or yeah. both the Messi's against both the Ronaldos. You know, you could let's yeah, make it happen. Times. Come on, Leo, yes. Cristiano. Yeah, sort that out. We don't care. We don't care if it's not even professional. We'll play, we'll take it in Sunday <laughs> league just to see it. Happen. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it in Sunday league. We'll, we'll, we just want them. For, do you know what? I'll make some calls. I'll get yeah. the phone oh, to yeah. Leo. You, you, you get <laughs> yeah. on the phone to Cristiano and we'll try and just say, look, can we borrow these four kids of yours for a couple of days and just yeah. film a couple of videos? That sounds wrong, but yeah, we'll film them, a couple of videos of them playing football with some other kids. We'll just chuck them with some other kids and see how it yeah, turns out. That'll make it more make that'll be a great that'll be a great thumbnail for a YouTube video, you know. Yeah. <laughs> two Messi's versus two Ronaldos. Who wins? Ronaldos. Oof. Little do yeah, people know it's gonna be the kids, but that's the end of the episode. That's the end of yes. the, uh, episode number two of Talk of the Terrace. I think this has gone on a bit longer than we wanted it to, but we love Possibly. talking football. And I'm hoping that yes. the people love listening to football. But Hopefully we get some comments as well. We want we want to hear from 
hear yeah. from the listeners and viewers, don't we? we want yeah, some definitely, definitely. We got I feel some. like we there's going to be people that have said, "I can't believe they've not mentioned this or whatever." Yeah, we want to hear definitely. it, don't we? We want to, we want to hear that. We might have missed some ourselves, to be honest, but yeah, people have always got different views, and we want to hear them. So be good to talk about. Yeah. Like we said, go check us out. We're on the YouTube channel, Michael Gaming, which is where I predominantly play FIFA, but that's currently where we got the video going on. And yeah. we've got a Twitter, which is either Terrace Talk, it's either at Terrace Talk, or it's Talk of the Terrace podcast. So check that out on Twitter. And when you go to YouTube, we've got, and Twitter, we'll have a link tree to all of the uh, Spotify and the Apple Music or the Apple podcast where you can listen to our podcast audio, just audio. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed the, the episode. And the Twitter, the Twitter, by the yeah. way, is at Terrace Talk Pod. At Terrace Talk just, Pod. Fantastic. Just Thanks look. for checking. Yeah. So Twitter's at Terrace Talk Pod. You know the YouTube. And hopefully we will see you all and catch you all in the next episode where it's going to be, I already know it's going to be a good one. Oh. So, oh, yeah. have, have oh, we got a we main know. topic? Are we dropping We've a We've got a main topic. Are we going to drop it? No, no, I mean, no. We'll, we'll save it. We'll save going it. Going with we'll you, it. no, and I don't. So we'll it's still it. a suspense okay. for me at the moment. Ah, okay, right. We'll save that for you guys. Anyway, catch you all in the next one. I hope you enjoyed, and we'll speak to you later. Cheers, guys.